welcome to the Natural Writer Podcast. This is a place where writers can explore alternative methods to accessing their creative process. I'm your host, Nicola Thompson. I am a writer, writing coach, ghostwriter, and tarot reader. Now, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Natural Writer Podcast. I know that, again, I'm running a little bit late. This is just might be the theme of things. Uh, next week, I'm going to be on vacation and out of town. I'm hoping to get an episode recorded and scheduled to be released in time, but we'll see how it goes. So next week might, might be a little bit late anyways, but I just wanted to make sure that I did get this episode out because... I wanted to remind you all that there is a free writing competition that I'm running every month. And this month, the competition closes in just a couple of days. We're on January 15th is when the competition closes. You can go to my website, naturalwritercoaching.com forward slash submissions and find out how to submit there. The writing prompt is your starting point with the Ten of Cups, what's crossing your writing prompt so your problem or your inciting incident is the ace of swords and your overall theme is justice i talk a lot about these cards and what they mean in episode 12 i think it's episode 12 yeah and you can go and check that episode out i'll link it in the show notes so you can hear what the prompt is in in my kind of words i'm going off script so sorry about this (laughs) However, you don't have to go based on my definition of the cards. You can go based off your own definition. You don't even have to have a deck of tarot cards. You can look these cards up online and use the images as writing prompts as well. However, I just want a little bit of an explanation of how you developed your writing your story from the writing prompt. I just want to see that it's connected in some way. So again, you can go check out how to submit, where to submit at naturalwritercoaching.com forward slash submissions. The writing prompt is the starting point of the 10 of cups. The problem or inciting incident is the ace of swords and the overall theme is justice. Okay. So there's that part. (laughs) And then uh, don't forget the last podcast of the month. I'll announce the next writing prompt for the following month. Um, The other thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, well, as far as housekeeping goes, is I wanted to talk about some upcoming not offers, but I guess reminders of books. First of all, Nightmares When I'm Cold, still amazing, still excellent, and still for sale on Amazon. Go check out this wonderful horror anthology based on the writing prompt of Nightmares When I'm Cold. And the reason I'm particularly bringing this up is because our wonderful editor, as well as the contributor to Nightmares When I'm Cold, Katrina Carruth, is about to come out with her own novella. And I wanted to send you all in her direction to check this out. First of all, you can keep up to date with her on Instagram at Katrina Carruth Author, all one word, and I'll put that link in the show notes. Uh, Her last name is spelled C-A-R-R-U-T-H. And on February 2nd, she's releasing her novella, Mistress in the Mirror. This book is a steamy sci-fi monster romance, bite-size, haha, novella. And like I said, it's available on February 2nd, and you can pre-order on... January 12th. So I think that the day that this podcast comes out, you'll be able to pre-order the book, which is very exciting. The cover is absolutely beautiful. I've worked with Katrina with her own writing, and she's an absolutely phenomenal writer. 
I'm surprised that she doesn't have several novels out in the world at this point because she truly is a really talented writer. So I'm really excited to read this piece. I'm really excited to get my copy and you should too. So be sure to go and follow her on Instagram, K-A-T-R-I-N-A-C-A-R-R-U-T-H author, all one word, Katrina Carruth author. That's her Instagram handle. You can check out her website, which is katrinacaruth.com. Be sure to follow her. Be sure to check out this new book of hers. Okay, right. So I think that that's all of my housekeeping for the minute. So remember, Nightmares When I'm Cold, Mistress in the Mirror, and turn in a writing submission. This is free. And hey, you know what? It's also a paid submission. So, you know, if you get, if you win this competition, you get a little bit of money out of it. So be sure to check out my own website as well <laughs> and get writing. This is for you as much as it is for me. This is just for funsies on my point, on my part. This is just for funsies on your part. Let's have fun. Let's get some writing done this, this year. This week I'm trying something new. I thought I would start off the podcast with kind of drawing a card or two just to kind of see if it fit with what I wanted to talk about. And I already had my t topic, but I got this new tarot deck, which surprised me. It's totally not my style at all. It's called the Enchanted Forest Tarot, and it's kind of fallen into my lap, and I, it turns out I'm really in love with this. It's all based off fairy tales and stuff like that, and uh, it's really excellent for writing prompts. Like, I see so much potential for writers with this deck, so if you want a good deck to kind of help you through your writing and de develop writing prompts, this is definitely um, worth getting. So, like I said, I already had my topic that I wanted to talk about. I don't have a script written, so good luck with me. <laughs> but um, so I thought I would also just draw a card from this new deck to kind of see what um, what it might have to say and bring that into the podcast episode as well. And two cards came out, and actually they're really fitting, if I do say so myself. So I got the Ace of Spells and the Seeker of Spells. In this tarot deck, the spells are representatives of the wands. So essentially, I got the Ace of Wands, and the Seeker is the Knight, So, and I got the Knight of Wands. So there's two things that are happening here. There's the urge. The Ace of Wands is about an urge to do something. It's it's not quite inspiration, because inspiration is like, oh, I have an idea. I'm going to work with this. It is inspiration, but it's the urge that comes with the inspiration. It's not the formulated idea. It's the energy behind it. So when you're like, ooh, I really have the urge to create something. What do I want to create? That's fire energy. And furthermore, that's the ace of, of wands, essentially. It's that first budding urge that I am going to do this. I have this energy to do this. And then you have the seeker of spells. So the Seeker spells the Knight of Wands. The Knights are represented by the element of fire, as are the Wands. So this is a really action-packed card. This is a lot of urge, a lot of forward motion, and a lot of urgency that kind of happens with this. It's, I want something done, and I want it done now. I have to get this done now. Now, now, now. Action, action, action. Must have this done. Energy, energy, energy. But what's this energy directed at? And I think that it's really interesting that this is what I pulled out in consideration of what it is that I want to talk to you about, because I want to talk about how, hey, it's the first month of the year. And one thing that I've really noticed, uh, or rather that I've been kind of talking to, I guess, myself about, I haven't talked to anyone else about this, <laughs> is that I think that January should be national chill the fuck out month. 
Like, I don't think that we should be doing a goddamn thing in January. And the reason why is because leading up to the end of the year is so freaking stressful. You've got Thanksgiving in November. Never mind for us writers, we've got NaNoWriMo. So we're trying to do that. If you're a college student, you're finishing up with finals. And then you've got the holidays in December. And there's so much pressure to do everything. So if you work in the service industry, if you work in retail, if you work in anything that sells anything to anyone, then you're business hours are just like ramped right on up. Never mind you're scurrying around trying to get everybody's presence if that's something that you do. Never mind, you're also trying to appease everyone. You're going out for meals. Everyone wants to get really social all of a sudden. And oh, let's not forget that Omicron is running rampant. Coronavirus is getting everyone down on top of it. So you have to be like extra careful and on edge. And there's just a lot of stress that happens in like the last month and a half of every year. So why the hell are we putting so much stress on ourselves to get things done in January? So this is actually kind of what I want to talk about. And so when I'm looking at these cards, this Ace of Spells and the Seeker of Spells, this Ace of Wands and the Knight of Wands, it's looking to me, it's saying, hey, by the way, January is that time when we feel like we have to get stuff done because there's a cultural pressure to get stuff done, to improve ourselves, to make new starts, to develop good habits, and this, that, and the other. And there's that urge that you have to get it done. But what if, hear me out, what if we redirect that urge to chill and we say, my self-expression right now this, this fire energy I have is actually to recuperate myself. What if I just chill the fuck out for January? So when we add these two cards together, so we've got the ace plus the seeker. So the knights I generally call the number 12 because the page which comes after the 10 would be 11. So then the knight which comes after the page would be 12. When we add 1 plus 12, so the ace plus the knight, we get 13. And that corresponds to the card of death, the major arcana card of death. And death is about stepping into transformation by my own definition. A lot of people will see it as transforming yourself or it is the transformation itself not to me. To me, the whole process starts at death and ends with the tower. And that's a whole rant and whatever for another time. However, death is stepping into transformation. It's the beginning processes. If you are painting a picture and you decide you only have prime colors and you decide you want to make the color green and you get your little tube of blue and your little tube of yellow and you squirt those two right next to each other on your little uh, palette, First of all, that's the that's the stepping into transformation. You can't put that blue back. You can't put that yellow back. It is no longer tubed. It is now loosed into the world. But furthermore, if those two paints are touching, they can never be separated again either. They are forever that little bit of yellow and that little bit of blue touching each other. There is already a mixture happening. That is a, a stepping into transformation that cannot be reversed. So... What is it that we're doing to transform ourselves right now? And does it have to be action-based? Does it? Does it? So what I'm doing this month is I'm taking the time to, yeah, take action in certain ways, but I'm taking super mellow action. 
I'm not telling myself I'm going to write 1,500 words a day. I'm not telling myself that I'm going to line up all my Instagram posts. I'm not telling myself that I have to figure out my marketing plan. In fact, if you listened to my last episode at all, you'll know that I'm taking a step back from marketing and taking a step back from selling coaching. My elemental writer course is off the table for the minute because I just, I don't have it in me to sell it. I don't have it in me to market it. Uh, my coaching programs are off the table at the moment, except for those who have priorly made contact with me about that. So, I mean, that's fine. I'll still coach them. But for the most part, there's a lot of stuff that's off the table simply because I am taking a step back. I'm not setting goals for myself. There are very loose goals that I have. One of my goals is to play. One of the ways that I'm playing is through TikTok. So I have a goal of creating a daily TikTok without any pressure. It's still a goal. And the reason why I'm doing it is to help myself feel more comfortable in front of a camera. So when I do decide to market myself, I can do more Instagram lives. I can feel better about talking. But for the moment, I just have to get comfortable with seeing myself moving on a screen. So I'm playing with TikTok. My other thing that I'm doing is I'm telling myself, all right, journal every day. It doesn't matter if it's only a few sentences, write creatively every day. It doesn't matter if it's a few sentences and I'm putting zero pressure on myself to do it. As long as my fingers hit the keyboard, as long as I'm thinking about a story, as long as I'm doing something that has to do with my creative process in some way, big or small, I don't care. But that's my goal. So my taking action, my urge to get something done because it's the beginning of the year is to look at it and try and figure out how can I do this in the most chilled way possible? Because that's how I need to grow right now. I need to grow in a way that tells me I'm able to look after myself. And at the end of last year, I had a lot of burnout. At the middle of last year, I had a lot of burnout. In fact, I had a lot of burnout in a lot of places. And I don't want to do that anymore. And so I have to take several, several, several steps back and go inward. And I have to say, okay, I'm going to add a little bit of responsibility on at a time. Can I handle this? Is this good? Okay, cool. I'm going to stick with this for a few months and then I'll allow myself to add more burden on. I've already got ideas for the next anthology. I'm really excited for this idea for the next anthology, but I'm not releasing it yet. I'm not talking about it yet because... I want to make sure I'm in a good enough place where I can carry that workload. And I'm not the only one who's having these thoughts. I've been noticing a lot of people are promoting, hey, you don't have to do all of the things just because it's January. And I've also talked to a lot of people who've been like, yeah, this year I am taking a step back. I'm not trying to make it my year. I'm not trying to do anything other than learn where my center is. And I think that's brilliant. I love that everyone's doing this. I love that that's kind of the rolling thing that's happening. And I want to say that this isn't necessarily a permanent thing. We're in a difficult time in our modern history where we're trying to figure out how to safely navigate this world where there's a disease running rampant that is loading up our hospitals and it's causing us to take pause whether we want to or not and look inward and 
a lot of us saw this as an opportunity of, hey, you know what? I'm not going into work. Therefore, I can take this time to work on my own and work from home and build what I've been wanting to build. And there's just um, a cycle that's happening. And I think it's it's really interesting to see how so many people are finding the same things and then pulling back and they're working and being patient with themselves and having compassion for themselves. And I want to talk to you about this in terms of your writing process, because you don't have to constantly be pumping out a thousand words a day to make yourself a writer. You don't have to be pumping out a story a week to make yourself a writer. You don't have to have these high levels of productivity in order to be successful as a writer. What you do need to do though is to pay attention to your own rhythms. You need to pay attention to your own cycles. Not everybody's cycle is the same. Some people can go and work super hard for years and years and years and years and then they have to take a few years off and take a step back and be like, all right, time for me to center myself. That's what I'm doing. That's where I'm at. I've busted my ass I don't know, since high school. And now all of a sudden in my mid thirties, I'm like, Ooh, okay. All right. I need to calm myself down. I need to reevaluate a few things. I need to learn how it is I work. And thank goodness I'm blessed enough to be in a position where I can do that. So when you're looking at your writing practice, there's procrastinating because you just can't be asked because, you know, sometimes starting is the hardest part of writing. And once you get writing, it's fine. There's procrastinating because laziness. And then there's acknowledging that we're exhausted and that we're burnt out. And there's acknowledging that maybe we're in a waning part of our productivity. And that's okay. Knowing when your seasons are, knowing that there are high productivity times and then there's sometimes when you need to rest and go back into the ground, go back into hiding, go back into sleeping and nourishing and looking after yourself and those are low productivity times. That's okay. The most important thing is for you and for your writing is to make sure that you are acknowledging where your cycles are and acknowledge that it doesn't have to line up with everyone. I'm really blessed in the sense that like my social life, my social wantings and my creativity are swapped. <laughs> so I'm highly social in the summer because I get to run and play and be outside and do all the fun things. And when it comes to the winter and it's all dark, all I want to do is be inside and warm and cozy and sleep and just chill. And it turns out that's also when I'm most creative is when I'm warm and cozy inside and don't want to go outside and I don't really want to hang out with anyone. So I get the most creative. So I write the most in the winter and I write the least in the summer. So those are two different cycles that I have. And thank goodness they're opposites. So the question is, when are your, what are your cycles? When is your hibernation period? When do you need to retreat and fill up your own cup? When is it that you are the most joyful and the most wanting to produce? There's a lot of thinking around the idea that you have to produce all the time, constantly go, 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 go. And I feel like that is a very active energy way of thinking that is brought on by the patriarchy and capitalism. And there has to be balance. There has to be balance between active and passive energy. 
one thing that I talk to a lot of clients about who I read tarot for, so this is these are my tarot clients rather than my writing clients, is the idea of active and passive energy. And in the tarot realm, this is uh, traditionally known as masculine and feminine energy, but in an effort to try and uh, remove gendered language, which is essential for so many reasons, but in an effort to remove gendered language, these terms have been altered to active and passive energy. And I think that they make far more sense. However, I think that active energy is often uh, linked to the patriarchy because there is this, you have to work until you die. And that is that. Whereas passive energy says you need to nurture yourself and you can't 100% spend all of your time going within and nurturing yourself just like you can't all the time 100% be active and producing. There has to be a balance. And so when you're looking at your writing practice, how are you balancing active and passive energy? How, what, what does it mean for you to have active energy? What does it mean for you to have passive energy? What does the active version of you and what does the passive version of you look like and what times of years what time in the month what time in the day when do these different energies come out how and how best can you find that balance and i'm not saying it has to be a 50 percent balance either a 50 50 balance because we kind of all have our different balances just like there are some people who might have more masculine traits than feminine traits than their a fellow person who has the same biological sex, right? So everyone has different variables. What does active look like to you? And what does active energy balanced with passive energy look like to you? When you think about writing and producing a book right now, what does that sound like? To me right now, because I've been so exhausted, the idea of writing a novel sounds exhausting. But part of that too is because I burnt myself out when I was ghostwriting. I was producing a novel a week, a novel a week, and I got burnt out. So the idea of writing another novel is just far too much for me. So when I'm considering my projects and my goals for the year, I'm thinking, okay, what can I handle right now? I can handle short stories. I really can. And you know what? A short story sounds like a dream for me to write because I've spent so much time focusing on novels. So the uh, that's what I've been focusing on. I've been finding writing submissions just for the sake of it to use them as writing prompts and I'm writing short stories and I love it. I'm working on the third short story of this year and I'm, you know, we're 10 days into the year. So this is working out really well for me. And that's not to say this has to remain my goal. This is just my goal for now. So when you think of your writing projects, what excites you? What exhausts you? What is active energy? What is passive energy? And how can you keep in touch with your creative self through these cycles? There's something kind of I also want to touch on too in looking at how you can keep in touch with your creative self because I don't want you to I don't want to say or insinuate that you, no matter what you still have to be writing. That's not what I mean. Sometimes being in touch with your creative self is simply making space for yourself to listen to your inner words. When we look at creativity, creativity corresponds to the 
element of water and water is about connection. It's about connection with yourself, connection with your heart, the true core of yourself. It's about connection to your subconscious and your intuition. I believe that when all of these come into contact with each other, when they have that connection, that's when creativity comes about. That's when creativity then combines with that urge of fire, fire and water combine and they are creation you have that urge to make something and then creativity is how you go about it right so what can you do to stay in touch with your creativity during your downtimes when you need to recuperate what are ways that you can still feel like you're connecting to yourself that you're communing with yourself, that you're listening and making space for yourself? What are the ways that you're treating yourself with kindness and love that can nourish your creativity? So when I'm saying during your downtimes, what are you doing with your creativity? I'm saying, what are you doing to be creative, to connect with yourself? You don't have to use that fire energy just yet. You don't have to have that night of fire, that night of wands urging you. That's a societal pressure that you don't have to give into. You need to listen to your inner rhythms. So that's my tangent for the day. <laughs> Again, so because I'm trying to approach my, I don't know, my platform, I suppose, I'm trying to approach life more heart-centered. And because I'm trying to do that, I'm not structuring things as much. So you're probably going to get a little bit more rambles, which is also part of the reason why I'm pulling the tarot cards to kind of help me center my message. So I hope that was helpful. If you are enjoying these podcasts, if you're enjoying the messages, if you've got any critiques, if you've got any thoughts, I would absolutely love to hear them. And you can find me on Instagram at Natural Writer Coaching. You can email me um, at Nicola at NaturalWriterCoaching.com. And don't forget to submit your story. Like Again, I have a writing prompt. I've, I know I've already said this like five times, so I'm, I'm just going to add it, add to it. But um, starting point, 10 of cups inciting influence slash sorry inciting incident slash problem is the ace of swords and the overall theme that you're working with is judgment all right now go find out what uh, active energy means to you go find out what passive energy means to you and center yourself on that for the minute all right happy writing guys <laughs>